The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. What can I say? It's Monday. It's another week to make holy. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, July 12, 2021. Monday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. And Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is Saint Veronica. She is known as the woman who offered a cloth to Jesus so he could wipe his face on the way to his crucifixion. Veronica isn't mentioned in the Bible, but she's known to us by Catholic tradition and in the sixth station of the cross. The image of Jesus' face was imprinted on the cloth. This particular cloth is considered one of the most treasured relics in the Vatican. Saint Veronica, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace always be with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The Gospel is really an inspiring book, the most inspiring in whole history, because it's the life of Jesus Christ is your life, my Lord, coming to this world. And uh, everything you said, everything you did, is, is touching us, is moving us to be better. But I think the gospel is also very inspiring because of people around you, interacting with you in different ways. Sometimes we see humility. Many times we see the lack of uh, mercy. And then you bring mercy to those people that are abandoned. And sometimes there are funny miracles. And today... In the gospel, we have a funny miracle, I think. Because we see a woman, the gospel says that she was sick with a hemorrhage for 12 years, which is a lot. We've been in quarantine for four months, and it looks like an eternity of, uh, of time. And uh, anyway, this woman, 12 years, sick. And then she had a great idea. Instead of talking to you, my Lord, she was trying to steal, so to speak, a miracle. She thought, if I only touch his garment, I shall be made well. I shall be cleaned and healed just touching you, my Lord. Such a beautiful prayer. I want to repeat it right now. Jesus, I want to just to get closer to you. Every time I get closer to you, something great happens. 
your grace is so powerful that even just with a mere contact with you, I can be changed. Thank you, my Lord, for that. But the other thing that I really like about this woman is her humility. Because many times, Jesus, I want to be honest with you. When I feel nasty, when I feel unbearable, it is very difficult to pray. And uh, it is an interior battle for me, sometimes to come back to you when I don't feel like doing it. Because I think that you despise me. And this is a horrible temptation. You are a doctor. The other day I was reading uh, an advertisement in the city where I live, I was driving, and maybe because of this quarantine and the coronavirus, some hospitals are requiring for more doctors and nurses. And the advertisement said something like, um, the joy of being needed. And it looked like uh, it was an advertisement for nurses. And it is true. There is a real joy when we are needed, when we can give something to others. But it is very difficult to put ourselves on the other side of the coin, on the other side of the equation. What about the joy of being helped? That's way more difficult than giving. And maybe this is precisely what our Lord is asking you to discover. The joy of being helped. What about that? Are you happy when you experience your limitations? Are you happy when someone can show some mercy towards you? It requires a lot of humility, a lot of simplicity in our hearts. There is this famous quote by Pope Francis saying that uh, he understands the church or he likes the church as a hospital in a battlefield. And you think about an ER doctor always with the hands dirty with blood and a hectic existence, but with excitement of helping others, saving lives. And it's awesome if you have this vocation of being a doctor. But maybe, again, we can put ourselves on the other side. What about being a patient? What about appreciating love that is unexpected, that comes from the outside? What about receiving some help that we don't like to receive because we think that we are self-sufficient or that we are mature enough? That's a huge step towards our goal in holiness. At the end of our lives, we will discover that it's not that God has been helping us for a while or here and there. We will see you, my Lord, sustaining us all the way long, all the way towards heaven from the very beginning of my existence. So maybe it's time to think about it and to be very grateful. There's nothing humiliating in knowing that we are dependent 100% on Jesus Christ and on other people. We are dependent. We need them. And this is good because it makes us more humble, more understandable, more grateful. Mother Teresa of Calcutta gave a lot and gave her own life a billion times just to serve the poorest of the poor. But if you read about her life, you will discover that there was an interior battle parallel to the other one that was external. And it is awesome to discover that the saints had struggles, right? And she said that uh, from the very beginning of her vocation, especially when she started dedicating herself to the poor, she had or she experienced what it is called as the dark night of the soul. A moment of darkness interiorly, a lack of a hope and faith, so to speak, 
when our Lord asks you to make steps in the midst of this kind of an unknown. And she said that specifically what she felt was that Jesus was rejecting her. That she was kind of a nasty in the eyes of Jesus. This was the temptation that she experienced. Of course, this was not reality. But she experienced that very, very hardly for many years in darkness. And then later, meditating on that and through the help given to her by the Holy Spirit, she understood that it was part of a becoming a good shepherd for her flock. In other words, she said that God was transforming her precisely to understand people that are dejected, that are abandoned. And then because she interiorly was going through the same thing, through the same process, she was able to engage with those guys in the streets. And she understood perfectly what was going on in their hearts. So there was a lesson from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus Christ, from you, my Lord, molding her, shaping her character in order to be precisely a good instrument in your hands. So the gospel continues, and Jesus noticed that uh, some grace came out of him. And then he turned, and the woman, very embarrassed in front of everybody, a crowd was surrounding Jesus, the woman knelt down and said, I'm sorry, I took advantage of you, Jesus. I just, I thought that just touching you would be okay. And, and I can see our Lord with a huge smile, saying, that's so funny, you're so great. Go, your faith has saved you. You're great. I'm so happy to help you just with my presence. Of course, I would rather like to, to have a dialogue with you if we had time later or whatever, because I, I am not just a machine of a miracle machine. But, but I am happy that you came with such a confidence from behind. I am impressed with your faith. Don't be ashamed of your limitations. Don't be ashamed of your shortcomings. I really like you. I am a doctor. I have joy in helping you. This is my mission. This is my food. To accomplish the will of my Father. And my Father wants you to be really happy. So put aside all those things that maybe embarrass you and, and make you feel like a, yeah, like a loser. And understand that I really want to accompany you through this process of purification. Jesus, help me, because sometimes it is difficult. In this society where we have mirrors all over the place, in this society where we grade ourselves in Instagram, in Snapchat, in Facebook, where everything is about the feedback, it is so difficult to show myself in front of you as I am, or even in front of others. It is so difficult to accept mercy. And at the same time, it's what makes us human. And also, as Mother Teresa of Calcutta, makes us good instruments to understand other people's limitations. So it's a, a whole deal of knowledge and, um, and wisdom in making these steps towards accepting myself as I am. Not in the sense of, okay, nothing happens. No, maybe I need to change. But it is through you and with you that I change, not by myself. Not in front of myself. Sometimes I have the temptation of judging myself too hardly. And then there is tension. And this is absurd, because our Lord is not about tension. San Jose Maria, the founder of Opus Dei, said that if there is any tension in your thoughts, 
you can be sure that those thoughts don't come from God. They come either from Satan or from yourself. I want to have peace. I brought you peace, says the Lord. Peace be with you. So, my Lord, help me to be like this woman, funny, in front of you with my defects, and humble enough to approach you. And then she was the real one that was touched by you. And she changed. My mother, Blessed Virgin Mary, I'm sure that you, after that encounter, maybe your son kept walking because he needed to go somewhere, but I'm sure that you talked to her longer. And maybe you had lunch together and you were laughing, remembering her fears, and then you encouraged her to be very confident in God the Father and in Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit. So my mother helped me to be touched by your son as this funny woman in the gospel of today. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Monday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time, July 12, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray. We join the whole church with our voices, hands, and hearts. And we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas, on the waters He made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory, the Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war? 
Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him, fire devours. Around him, tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you. Lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. 
I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, Knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise, so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation, and always giving thanks to you. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. From the first book of Kings. Ahab came to meet Elijah, and when he saw Elijah, he said to him, Is it you, you disturber of Israel? It is not I who disturb Israel, he answered, but you and your family by forsaking the commands of the Lord and following the Baals. Now summon all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, as well as the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Aserah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent to all the Israelites and had the prophets assemble on Mount Carmel. Elijah appealed to all the people and said, How long will you straddle the issue? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. The people, however, did not answer him. So Elijah said to the people, I am the only surviving prophet of the Lord, and there are 450 prophets of Baal. Give us two young bulls. Let them choose one, cut it into pieces, and place it on the wood, but start no fire. I shall prepare the other and place it on the wood, but shall start no fire. You shall call on your gods, and I will call on the Lord, the God 
who answers with fire is God. All the people answered, Agreed. Elijah then said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one young bull and prepare it first, for there are more of you. Call upon your gods, but do not start the fire. Taking a young bull that was turned over to them, they prepared it and called on Baal from morning till noon, saying, Answer us, Baal. But there was no sound and no one answering. And they hopped around the altar they had prepared. When it was noon, Elijah taunted them, Call louder, for he is a god and may be meditating, or may have retired, or may be on a journey. Perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. They called out louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until blood gushed over them. Noon passed, and they remained in a prophetic state until the time for offering sacrifice. But there was not a sound. No one answered, and no one was listening. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. When they had done so, he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been destroyed. He took twelve stones for the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the Lord had said, Your name shall be Israel. He built an altar in honor of the Lord with the stones, and made a trench around the altar large enough for two sayas of grain. When he had ranged the wood, he cut up the young bull and laid it on the wood. Fill four jars with water, he said, and pour it over the holocaust and over the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he said, and they did it a third time. The water flowed around the altar, and the trench was filled with water. At the time for offering sacrifice, the prophet Elijah came forward and said, Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant and have done all these things by your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me, that this people may know that you, Lord, are God, and that you have brought them back to their senses. The Lord's fire came down and consumed the holocaust, wood, stones, and dust. It lapped up the water in the trench. Seeing this, all the people fell prostrate and said, the Lord is God. The Lord is God. Then Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Let none of them escape. They were seized, and Elijah had them brought down to the brook Kishon, and there he slit their throats. The Word of the Lord Elijah approached the people and said, how long will you straddle the issue by advocating two different opinions? If, if the, the Lord, Lord is God, follow him. No one can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and money. If, if the, the Lord, Lord is God, follow him. A reading from the treatise On the Mysteries by St. Ambrose Bishop. What did you see in the baptistry? Water, certainly but not water alone. 
you saw the Levites ministering there, the high priest asking questions and consecrating. First of all, the apostle taught you that we must fix our eyes not on the things that are seen, but on the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are for a time, but the things that are unseen are eternal. In another place you may read that the invisible things of God from the creation of the world can be understood through the things that have been created, and His everlasting power and Godhead can be known through His works. The Lord Himself says, If you do not believe me, believe at least my works. Then believe that the presence of the Godhead is there. You believe in its activity, and refuse to believe in its presence? How could there be activity if there were no presence beforehand? Consider how ancient the mystery is, prefigured as it was in the creation of the world itself. In the very beginning, when God made heaven and earth, the Spirit, God tells us, moved over the waters. Was the Spirit not active as He moved over the waters? When the prophet tells you that by the word of the Lord the heavens were established, and by the Spirit of His mouth all their array, realize that the Spirit was active in the making of this world. The fact that He moved over the waters... And the fact that he was active both rest on prophetic testimony. Moses tells us that the Spirit moved over the waters. David testifies that the Spirit was active. Listen to another testimony. All flesh had become corrupt because of its sins. God said, My Spirit will not remain in men, for they are flesh. God thus shows that spiritual grace is repelled by uncleanness of the flesh and by the stain of more serious sin. So God resolved to restore the gift he had given. He sent the flood and ordered Noah the righteous man into the ark. When the flood began to subside, Noah sent first a raven, then a dove, which, as we read, came back with an olive branch. You see water. You see wood. You look on a dove. And you hesitate to believe the mystery? The water is that in which the flesh is dipped, to wash away all its sin. In it, all wickedness is buried. The wood is that to which the Lord Jesus was fastened when he suffered for us. The dove is the one in whose likeness the Holy Spirit descended. As you have learned from the New Testament, the Spirit who breathes into you peace of soul, tranquility of mind. I will pour out water upon the thirsty land and streams upon the dry ground. I will pour out my Spirit upon your offspring, and they shall grow like willows by flowing streams. The water I give shall become a fountain within him, welling up to eternal life. I will pour out my Spirit upon your offspring, and they shall grow like willows by flowing streams. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path. Give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour. We've got the gospel coming up in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time, July 12, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. You remember when some people were listening to Jesus and they said, this is a hard saying. Well, in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord has several hard sayings. It's from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foes will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet because he is a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Jesus' words, which at a glance can seem pretty harsh, are really a great teaching about the whole concept of vocation. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, we read in the Gospel of today's Mass. When one freely decides to follow Christ completely, it takes preference over other plans. One's father or mother, one's boyfriend or girlfriend, God's call comes first, and everything else has to take second place to this. Christ's words don't create any incompatibility between the first and fourth commandments, but rather highlight their mutual relationship. We should love God with all our strength according to the vocation we have received. We should also love and respect the parents God has given us, both in theory and in practice, since we owe them so much. But love for our parents cannot take precedence over love for God. Ordinarily, there will be little reason for conflict to arise. But should it ever happen, that would be the moment to recall the words of the adolescent Jesus in the Temple of Jerusalem. How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Jesus' reply to Mary and Joseph, who had sought him anxiously, is a very good example for both children and parents. 
For children, it teaches them that they shouldn't put affection for their family before love for God, especially when our Lord asks them to follow Him with a total self-giving. For parents, it helps them see that their children belong above all to God and that He has a right to do with them as He wishes, even though in certain circumstances it may require considerable sacrifice on their part. It would be very sad if someone were to turn a deaf ear to God's call so as not to upset his or her parents. And even worse would be the situation of the parents. For as St. Bernard says, the source of their consolation is the death of their child. It would be difficult to cause that son or daughter greater harm. To follow our Lord properly calls for a completely unfettered detachment a freedom of heart that is not hampered by sadness or regret which would only lead to a half-hearted self-giving. The person concerned also needs to have the necessary autonomy to fulfill God's will. Nothing is gained by half-measures, by a decision made with a divided heart. It could happen that in some cases a life of total dedication to our Lord is not accepted by one's own relations. Having dreamed of other plans quite reasonable in themselves, they do not understand this new development, or maybe they do not wish to be part of the renunciation it involves. We have to take this into account and realize that fidelity to Christ, even at the cost of causing sorrow for our parents, is in the long run much better both for ourselves and for our family. In all circumstances, we have to be very firm in following our vocation, And at the same time, we have to love our parents even more than before. We have to pray a lot that they come to understand that it is no sacrifice for parents when God asks them for their children. Neither for those whom he calls is it a sacrifice to follow him. It is, on the contrary, an immense honor, a motive for a great and holy pride, a mark of predilection, a very special affection that God has shown at a particular time, but which has been in his mind from all eternity. It is indeed a great honor and a great blessing from God to that family. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 13 minutes before the hour. Let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. 
as they go through the bitter valley. They make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us us climb the mountain mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, 
you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song, announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May we give glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give glory glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters. That with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Keep an eye out for blessings. They're bound to come. And then give thanks. Morning Air is up next. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.